Falls in silence, shut the fuck up, this show is about to be <laughs> Hush Hush Girls. Hi guys and welcome back to another week of the Hush Hush Girls. I'm Joanna. I'm Amy. And I'm Gabrielle. And firstly I just need to start this episode with a disclaimer. I am so hungover and so tired and I can't string a sentence together so if you catch me not being able to speak, mind your own business. <laughs> but anyway, that's not about me. Amy, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Um, I've got my last news day coming up this week. And then I'm also really scared about graduating, but that's the stuff we're doing. But I'm feeling good. How about you, Gabs? Um, I'm feeling pretty shit after that calamari <laughs> that I ordered. Um, never tasted anything like it in my life. Very chewy, not very well fried, I think. It wasn't much crisp to it. And my bum is ready to explode. (laughs) And you know what? That's all right because pooping is a hush hush topic and it's all right to poop. We all poop. It's all good in the hood. Anyways. So, this is a new drinking game. How many times does Gab say poop in one episode? Why are you saying poop? Because I swear too much, apparently. So, I need to calm that down. Mm. But our episode today is going to be all about social media, the good, the bad. I swear we say that in every episode. <laughs> the good, the bad. But like the toxic parts and the good parts because Joanna was saying that without social media we wouldn't have hush hush. So that's something to be proud of. It's very true, yeah. We only really like advertise, I guess you'd say, or promote hush hush on Instagram. We don't really use any other social media platforms, but I feel like Instagram is the best one for it personally. Because mm. like sharing stories is stuff is like free advertisement. Mm. That's probably a good place to start actually like what is your favorite social media and like when did you get it because I think that's another thing that's important to talk about with social media as like age like I think I got my first like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and everything when I was like how old like 14 maybe younger and like is that too young I don't know I feel like it was less scary then Oh my god, I actually had such a nightmare last year. Oh no, it was during lockdown. I decided to change my age on Twitter so it would be my real birthday. I was like, why have I said that I'm born in 1996? Because I'm born a leap year, so I had to make it, if it was on the 29th, I had to make it four years before 2000, if that makes sense. So it would say the 29th, you know what I mean? And then I was like, right, I'm going to change it because it comes up saying I'm like 24. Changed it, got locked out my Twitter account. (gasps) They were like, you were not 13 when you made this. I was like, I'm... 20 now like you're actually gonna take away my twitter because i made it when i was 13 like 10 years ago because i think i must have made it when i was 11 it took a month for me to get it back i tried everything they they asked for like a form of id and everything they asked me to send me my passport which obviously proved that i was underage when i made the account so then my friend it happened to my friend craig and he was like right use your mum's id <laughs> so i'm like sending it like my mum made my account it's fine <laughs> And then they were like, right, so since you're a parent, this is a life hack actually, if it happens to anyone else, like say your parents started the account for you when you were 11 or whatever. I don't know if anyone else would be stupid enough. Just don't fucking change the age. Um, eventually I got it back, but I was raging. I think it's really hard to get followers on Twitter nowadays. Like I was at a solid 500. 
and <laughs> you know what that's actually quite decent i think yeah, i have like 200 Twitter. but like i don't ever tweet do you know what i mean i just look at funny things on twitter there's yeah. some funny stuff on twitter <laughs> yeah. like if you go to the right parts do you know what i mean but like i said before and everyone was like what the fuck what kind of twitter are you on so much porn <laughs> yeah so we much tits so many vaginas a lot of willies like there's a lot of stuff on there but it's because like it's unfiltered on twitter and apparently allowed to show nipples yeah, but then that, I don't see nipples and willies and things on my Twitter. I see, like, memes and, do you know, I think, like... <laughs> well, maybe I'm just a horny bastard, Joanna. <laughs> maybe I'm just horny. Thank you. Anyways, going on. I, <laughs> I, when I was younger, I remember the first time I got Facebook because my mum was really strict to that sort of thing. And I think I was, like, 13. And the only reason I got it was because there was, like, these girls in Glasgow that were having, like, a Viper party. And they made a Facebook event for it. And obviously, I wanted an invite. So I had to make a bloody Facebook for it. My mum caught me. She starts going mental at me. But little did she know that I kept it the whole time. And I also used to have... Yeah, I had Twitter. And then I don't know when Snapchat and Instagram came about. But I got Instagram as soon as it was a thing. And that's when you'd post, like, your bloody thigh gap or your fluffy socks. You know I mean? Do you ever have a thigh gap for a thing? Yeah, it was such an aesthetic. I did not like, have one, area. ever. That's because you've got a nice fat ass. <laughs> me with my fully ripped jeans at the moment. No one walked behind me. <laughs> no one walked behind me for the next few weeks until I can afford a new I'd pair. I'd happily walk behind you. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say my favourite app is probably Instagram because, like, standards. But then I do get stuck in some TikTok holes. Like, some fat TikTok holes. That's the thing, like, there's your favourite and then there's, like, addictive. Like, I'd say definitely the most addictive is TikTok. Like, you you don't realise that you've passed, like, 17 hours on it. Mm-hmm. Favourite, in terms of, like, what it adds to my life, Twitter. Like, I just sit and I howl. And, like, you know when you've got Twitter and, like, you're in on, like, a whole new level of pattern. Like, somebody that doesn't have Twitter, like, they just don't get it. And mm-hmm. you're like, where have you living? Under a rock? And then, but then Insta is just my favourite. And I think everybody uses it the most now. Mm. I think it's mental because I speak to my little cousins and she's just turned 17 and she's like twitter's for old people and i'm like what the fuck i think i'm yeah literally i'm like (laughs) stop stop i'm literally like what do you use then she's like just solely like instagram and snapchat like they love snapchat and i guess tiktok as well but like yeah but kids use snapchat no offense amy i love you so much but like <laughs> that is for the younger generation like surely if a boy was like if a boy ever asked me for my snapchat ick, immediate ick. <laughs> but now you've said twitter <laughs> now you've said twitter i do agree because twitter is really nice to just go to and also you know what i go to twitter for my news now mm. and also you can see everyone else's opinions and their own like pictures of taken stuff that was such an important thing. I remember that, like, during the Black Lives Matter, like, mm. protests. And there was so much stuff that, like, our news just were not showing. It was like, oh, these protests are happening. But then you'd go on Twitter and it would be, like, literally videos of... They were, like, gruesome, but, like, people getting shot with their rubber bullets and stuff like that. And you're like, well, like, the news just doesn't show you. So, like, I had such strong opinions about it and was so, like, so angered. And my mum obviously was like, oh, it's so awful, but like, it's like peaceful and whatever. And I was like, no, that's like a whole different side of the news that like, it's not her fault. It's just like, where are you getting your news from? And Twitter is good for that. And I agree, like other people's opinions that aren't just like biased. One thing I think Twitter is a little bit bad for though, it's kind of like, we're all kind of a community, but 
you think that everyone has the same opinions as you you think like i don't know going into politics a little bit Oof. not too far but, oh like, god not going, <laughs> not going too far but like you see if you're more left you're gonna see left wing kind of stuff and if you're more right you only see right wing kind of stuff but then that's the thing like you think that everyone kind of has the same kind of opinion as you because during like black lives matter i was like how does anyone else have these awful opinions i don't see them anywhere on my social media so I was baffled to like see that people had that opinion and like see it on the news and stuff. But it's because we surround ourselves with like-minded people on social media, if that makes sense. That's so true. I didn't even think of it like that. Because see, when I see people that comment on other people's tweets, like when I look at, like, let's say it's something political and then you go on like the tweets underneath. Like the other day when I was looking at people slagging Nicola Sturgeon, I was like, how in the fuck? Because you of course you don't surround yourself with people that don't really not share the same opinions and also mm-hmm. i don't want to surround myself with people like that yeah and let's not lie like they're all older like they're all old people mm-hmm. like and i think that nowadays I, young people are really disconnected from the older generations because we're exposed a lot more to like social media and because of social media and also i think that we just know how to use it properly like i mean obviously within reason like some people abuse it but i think that because of um like adults more stick into like facebook and their kind of groups they don't see what else goes on they're not as exposed to things like we're exposed to and we're i think we're getting a lot more educated than them and we're actually seeing stuff that we need like we need to see and they just what do they do just fucking sit and complain and write how they like wine on facebook do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah it's mental like speaking to my dad like during blm because he's over 50 so he didn't really see a lot of the stuff that we were seeing just kind of like rants on facebook and obviously like the the articles that were coming out about it and all you kind of saw was the negatives of the protests and stuff i mean there were certain newspapers that were spreading like positive stuff about it but then you'd look on a facebook the worst for it that you'd look on the comments and there would be so much negativity in the comments so much racist comments and stuff that you know like we would I was literally baffled to read but it was because they weren't really getting educated in other ways like on Instagram there was that whole like blackout Tuesday campaign and everyone did like a black square on their feed but they weren't really getting those kind of life lessons um so I was speaking to my dad about it and he was like well surely all lives matter it was that kind of you just need a bit of education Mm -hmm. it's it's not ignorance if no one's showed you the other way to look at it then you're not going to understand because after all that I remember my dad was I think he was like racing with his pals and they were talking about the whole BLM like "Oh, oh surely all lives matter like blah 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 and my dad like didn't agree with them anymore which was like you know a step Mm. you know because and he was like thinking about oh well if amy was here like what would she think like she'd be going fucking mental like she wouldn't be having any of this but that's all it takes is one person to change your mind and be like no you're wrong and it isn't like ignorance and it's not Mm -hmm. it it is just like naivety like you haven't seen it yet so you're not informed yeah which but yeah that's why i think it's so good like twitter especially i think compared to other social medias it's more like informative like as much as it's funny like it is sort of a news outlet in a way which is good i think for younger generations because it's like current so yeah twitter twitter is definitely up there with the top with the faves Mm -hmm. this has gotten a lot more like politically in depth depth than i thought it would but i quite like it you sound smart for once (laughs) you always sound smart sweetheart you just shut it yeah when like the black lives matter campaign 
that's exactly what I was thinking when we were brought up like Twitter and Instagram and I think that that social media movement was just mind-blowing and it makes me sad because there's so many people that just don't understand because of the way they were brought up and it's just a generational thing isn't it like in the nicest way possible they'll never understand because they've been brought up and and they're so stuck in this mindset and it's upsetting and I think that obviously we're very lucky like we've never ever experienced what these people have had to go through but we still like understand that it's bad but because they've not experienced it firsthand and they're like doesn't fucking exist like when it comes to our podcast like we want to talk about these topics it's not something that we want to hide from Mm -hmm. especially because it is hush hush and I also think that people like us should be talking about it we want more people to be listening to these sort of things I think our audience would appreciate hearing stuff like this we don't want to be talking each week about like our own experiences of like going out and getting drunk and like you know being little fucking girls i think it's important as well to address the fact that obviously we've been speaking about the blm campaign and everything that went on almost a year ago which is crazy but i think it's important to address the fact that it wasn't just a social media campaign um it was a prominent thing that was going on in so many people's lives and it would have been a really, really difficult thing for so many people to see and very, very real as well. And I think it's important to know as well that it wasn't just a social media campaign. Like, yes, it was good to spread awareness and stuff, but that was that is people's like real lives and, you know, things that have been going on for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years and is something that's still going on to this day. Um, no matter how many campaigns that there are in social media, there's still going to be racism. And right now, like we're facing like a lot of campaigns about, you know, the Me Too movement with sexual harassment and women. There's always going to be, you know, stuff going on. And no matter how much we talk about it on social media, it's still going to be something that people are facing on a daily basis. But anyway, just thought it would be important to address that that issue and that like we've been saying like the BLM campaign but it is so very much a current issue and it will continue to be um for a long long time until people are educated enough but I think it's interesting to see how the different platforms have different forms of social media like Instagram is very much fashion aesthetics sharing selfies whatever that's so true twitter is more political it always is like i'm Mm. not gonna share my like selfie on twitter like that was a kind of thing for a little bit why did people try and make that a thing yeah keep it to instagram yeah it wasn't really a thing and facebook is more like for the life updates oh my god did you see that trend that used to go around that was like everyone posing for their different uh social media profile photos that's literally what it's like oh and linkedin you know it's just like oh i graduated and i went to uni right enough all social media platforms are different and they offered like different things and tiktok i think honestly tiktok is starting to be a bit of everything Mm. and but i think tiktok is very addictive and you can get like stuck in it and that's the whole thing with like the problem of social media it's like instant gratification like yeah like it's i've saw something about it recently and that's why it's so addictive because you're getting gratification from like the likes and like Mm -hmm. the funny videos even though they last so quickly but like as soon as it's done you want more and you want more and it becomes like a sort of greed thing isn't it mental how you literally watch like five videos in a row and then if someone asked you to tell you like 
what those videos were you just watched you would not be able to tell them it's like we're fucking robots yeah and that's like quite fucked though because when we're watching these things and we're like taking it all and we're not really taking it all in like our brain's kind of asleep and our eyes are just awake and we're just staring at the screen mm-hmm. that was quite deep what do you guys personally think about tiktok like what are your opinions on it i am not like obsessed with tiktok like i do mm-hmm. love it and i love i don't know the satisfying like coffee videos or like hair tutorials and like that kind of thing and obviously just the funny ones but then i have like phases with tiktok like sometimes i will get it down like you're saying like a three-hour hole but then like i don't go on it every day mm-hmm. whereas like everything else i go on every day yeah um but the, my one like thing with tiktok that i've seen a lot of like on instagram kind of on the for you pages people being concerned about like eating disorder issues on tiktok mm-hmm. because like you know how we spoke about in our body episode like it's so dangerous for older people to compare yourself to like 14 year olds and just because of the way the app is like a lot of the girls on it are so young and like i don't know there's that like darker side of it where it's like calorie restricting videos and like all these things and i've seen i've not like personally seen any of that on tiktok but i've seen like chat about that which is quite scary because obviously we're saying like all of these apps are personalized like if you started to watch those kind of things like young impressionable like girls and boys would see them so that's like a dark side yeah there are some fucking hilarious tiktoks though and it is very easy to get stuck in a hole and my flatmate sophie sends me about 50 at a time like she is addicted like there was this one time she was going for a nap and i didn't even hear the tiktok but i was in my bed and i was like put your fucking phone away because i know you're on tiktok she went ha 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 fuck off how did you know because she's always on it like i hear her when she goes to the toilet she's sitting on tiktok I've got a question relating to that. This is maybe me just being really bad. I, like, I'm the worst guy that I'll send all my friends TikToks all the time and then they'll send me them and I just never watch them. But, like, I howl <laughs> and then send stuff and I'm like, you will love that. So then people do that to me and I'm just like, meh. Is that bad? Do you do that as well? All the time. I never watch Sophie's. I probably shouldn't say that. I do sometimes because she always brings it up to me. She's like, have you seen that TikTok I sent you? And then she gets annoyed. So I'm like, fine, I'll fucking watch it. But as much as i do really really like tiktok i think it's horrific how unfiltered it is like some of the shit you see on your for you page like first off that is not for me like that fucking pig being slaughtered thank you very much oh like, it's actually awful and there's this reoccurring what tiktok side are you on i'm, I'm scared on... of like your twitter and your tiktok you do not want to see what, what i get up to in my spare time <laughs> no. Um, no but the tiktok unfiltered thing is just really weird and there's this reoccurring live video that i always get like do you not get people's random live, yes live videos? oh my god but i love them so much because it's always massive roasters <laughs> or, or recently it's been like people doing like a game show they're like yeah right so we could probably get the <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Oh, yeah, We're trying to get the. the... <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. That was good. <laughs> you should like that. <laughs> it's like a DJ, and she's like, "Right, now let's get numbers up." Oh, I fucking got it. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. And they're saying like, "Enter my competition, and you're gonna win something." And blah blah blah. I'm like, "That's not what TikTok's for, baby." Nah, I've not yeah. seen that. But the reoccurring <laughs> that I'm gonna pass over that one. Thank you very much. But the one that I've seen, like, I just keep getting this reoccurring live video of this guy sitting in the dark in his bed with the blanket around him, and he's just staring at the camera. <laughs> and every time I'm like, "Yeah!" and I just won't look at it. I think you see the a- one I put on my. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so mean, but it was like I was going along my life and it came across this guy and I'm not being funny, he had like three pieces of hair on his head and just was like staring at the camera like really menacingly and not doing anything and was just on live like <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could have seen that face. 
but do you know what I think is quite toxic about social media and these kind of things? People kind of, it's like, right, this is something I've not thought about before. It's kind of like a circus. I mean, not in real life circuses that we would ever go to, but in the movies, it'd be like bearded women. TikTok is opening up this show where people are like advertising themselves and getting all this attention because people are thinking they're weird, well, which is kind of fucked up, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I actually was thinking that the other day because you know how sometimes like a page will come up and it'll maybe be someone that clearly has like a learning difficulty Mm. and then like one of their videos goes viral and it's like everybody's laughing at them and then I don't know they'll just like they'll be mean comments and stuff and then that is a shame because bless like a lot of the time it'll be kids that are obviously just trying to have fun and like hop on a trend and then it kind of like backfires in the sense that like people find it funny in like a mean way and Mm -hmm. I mean like I think that happens on all platforms but yeah I know what you mean it is almost Mm -hmm. like a freak show thing like oh we'll laugh at people not because like they're trying to be funny but just because we're gonna roast them yeah it's it's kind of fucked actually because when you think about it like I guess it's kind of like one of those moral battle kind of things because obviously they know that posting these videos and stuff like the reaction that they're gonna get if it's continued like have you ever seen the girl that kind of just stares at the camera and like has that like really blank stare and like and I think she does it because she's knows like the attention she's gonna get but people always slag her off in the comments and stuff I mean people are really positive like there's a girl who does ones that are like dancing in a crop top and people comment being like you shouldn't be dancing a crop top like blah 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 and she's like trying to spread positivity like body positivity where like you can dance wearing whatever you want like you can wear whatever you want which is really good but then it's like other people who are kind of like allowing themselves to be ridiculed online but then it's like well they're allowing it to happen but then when when did we kind of like accept that in society you know what I mean that's a let's turn deep again no I completely get where you're coming from because literally when you were saying that I was just thinking how there's people out there who are very toxic in social media and they're just doing it because they're just kind of fucked up people but then there's like a handful of people who are like actually genuine and who want to change things and honestly I think we've got to a point where all these genuine people are starting to get cancelled out by all the fucked up things on the internet as days pass honestly like I hate social media even more the stuff that I see on like Twitter and stuff have you ever seen the videos of just people being bullied that just go viral and it's fucking disgusting Mm -hmm. like there was this one boy who was like in some like sort of fountain area I think in London and there was a police officer standing there and a boy goes up behind this other boy and literally takes him out with a fucking bike across the head and the boy goes into the water like and just passes out and the police officers fuck all about it no it's actually disgusting and i see these and i'm very sensitive and i just cry because like what else is like what else can we do and do you remember there was a time where there was like beheading videos going around and stuff yeah i just think like and now i think social media like as much as it's amazing for like campaigns like black lives matter and like obviously like there's so such good that could come out of it but there's so many people who are really just taking the fucking piss with it and it's disgusting and it's not filtered enough, I don't think. No. Like, there's kids on here. I was going to say, I think that's where age comes back into it because, like, you're saying you're sensitive and these things make you upset and a lot of people are the same and then you also get people who are unfazed by it because, like, that is kind of, like, what you're used to seeing, unfortunately. Um, But then it's, it's a bit different for people our age and older, obviously, but what about literally 14 year olds they should not be like exposed to seeing 
videos like that that like in any other circumstance would be illegal do you know like if you went to see a horror film like they've got age ratings for a reason and online I guess like the reason that there's obviously minimum age things is like to stop you seeing these things it's quite scary when you think of it that way mm-hmm. I think it's mental as well what people will do for likes and stuff I mean my friends were talking about how you see these videos of people like rescuing cats and dogs down drains and stuff were we talking about it i can't remember no but i know what you're talking about they place them there for the fucking lights and they cover them in like tape and they're like oh my god save this poor dog who's covered in dirt mud and then they're like oh i saved them and it's like you put them there because you want to get likes to be like i saved this dog it's fucked like what people will do talking about this and i'm like jesus christ so i'm gonna bring this in a wee upper do you mind that time when that girl ate her tampon (gasps) that was fucked that was (laughs) and that was like a changing point that was our cultural reset it was that was the word i was looking for that was a cultural (laughs) reset that bitch did things what was her name again giovanni plowman yeah i know these things (laughs) i know these things yeah she changed the internet when she ate that bloody tampon. That I feel was... like we're YouTubers right now. I kind of feel like David Dobrik. You know when you look back and you're like, wow, back in the day. Or like when that guy sang Purple Rain. Do you know all those weird TikToks? Nah. Mm. Okay. Purple <laughs> 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 Rain. Yeah. It's like, yeah, actually. Ah, you do know. And like Vines and stuff. Oh, mm. Vine was a Vine, Vine with a cultural reset TikTok, that's what i was gonna say back. like tiktok the only reason that i like it is because of Vine. but then i think maybe i've got a chip on my shoulder because i'm like it's not Vine. yeah stop trying to stop trying to replace her you wink you when know? when tiktok started i remember i absolutely hated it and mm. i was hearing stuff that it was like the number one app in the, in the world i don't know anyone that uses it like no one and i hated it this was like maybe two three years ago i hated it then like the next summer I can't really remember why I downloaded it. I, I, I feel like it was probably something to do with Olivia Neal. And I just downloaded it. And I remember I started watching it and I was like, what the fuck? I thought it was so quirky. And I was like, oh, no one else uses it. Because literally no one else used it at this point. It was still like kind of cringe. And then I was like posting videos. And I remember the first one I got, I was like screaming to my mom. I was like, oh my God, I've got 100 likes in like five I minutes. I forget that you're TikTok famous. <laughs> She's got... No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, 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 she is. She does really cool videos of like best places to go in Scotland and stuff. It's really this sick. It makes me seem like a fucking gimp though. No, you're not a gimp. No, it's actually really cool. Go look at her TikTok. I did this... Amy, you be doing big things, huh? <laughs> I did this because of one of my like major projects in uni 8004 is pretty fucking good though <laughs> yeah i did it for a project at uni we had to do like a magazine or like a documentary or something and i was gonna do a travel magazine so i started like going to all these places while i was bored in lockdown and then i decided to obviously do a student magazine instead energy era cheeky plug <laughs> haven't posted anything on it probably won't because i'm so stressed and then i just ended up doing it for an article and i did like 20 places you had to incorporate all sorts of like multimedia and social media so that was one of mine no i love your tiktok it's so fucking cool <laughs> i haven't done any more but i'm gonna plug it it's just amy flett but spelled a a m i e f l e t t there you go go check it thank you so much but yeah that but way before that i just this is, this is you know what this energy apps. is like i liked it before it was a thing it is yeah <laughs> that's exactly the energy that i'm going for <laughs> now nah, but i just loved how cringy it was i was just like this is so embarrassing mm. 
I was like, I loved it. And then like, I just noticed other accounts like popping up and I was like, yes, yes. And I was like, fucking post it, be embarrassing. Like literally lockdown was the one where I, I literally posted on my private story being like, right, you better be fucking making TikToks because I've got fucking nothing to do. So you better fucking do it. And I remember can actually- Can we please make one in Edinburrh? Yeah, like, Can we make it. one of like cool wee places in Edinburgh? Joanna yeah. Trainer's house. <laughs> <laughs> nice cool and that everyone knows about because you posted <laughs> on her Instagram story every day. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was interesting how much my like for TikToks changed. But at the same time, I feel like it's gone back to not liking it very much because it's kind of turned similar to Instagram now, where it's, it's not really fun anymore. Like it's, it's just not. clogged up with so much shit and I think so Addison, much influencer stuff. Yeah, I think like Addison Ray in that. Fucking what? What is the point of their five second video? But I will watch them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you just watch them because they're five seconds. But what do they actually do? Like are they doing anything in the world to change the world? This is what I mean about like influencers do that. Like, are you using your platform for like the better use of the world? Like, you doing anything good with it? That is what I was gonna come on to. Is like you're saying that TikTok is kind of gone that way where it's just like all about the aesthetic which seems to be like social media and just that was one of our like things we were talking about was the fact that it's just such a false reality and we spoke about this in our body episode like the things that you see online like it makes you feel shit about yourself when in reality like that's not like whilst that's like a version of reality it's not the one that you would compare yourself to in real life and it's the same I think with everything online and we were saying as well like I think for young people there's such like an aspiration to be like an influencer and like oh I'm gonna go and just like waste my time taking pictures like for no reason and like fair enough if it's fun I get people like like dressing up and like getting ready and like taking cool photos especially like during all of this because there's not much else going on but yeah I think it, it is like sad because I do I, I wonder like what we would think about ourselves if if it didn't exist and like mm-hmm. who would you compare yourself to only the people that you were around that's why I think the Amish just live their best life like they might like for all we know they might be like the happiest people alive <laughs> they just live in the olden times I'm all for the Amish if you could pick I wonder or even to live in like a social media free world for a day okay wait no I changed my point yeah I was gonna say like obviously you would like a day's not very hard but that that's another thing I guess is what is interesting it comes down to is choice no one's forcing you to be online like one of my friends Libby doesn't have like socials anymore and like she's thriving just getting on with life and it's like real sometimes I sit there and not that I think like my life is fake and my friends lives are fake because they're not they're your lives but I do think like how like what how would I feel and like what would I do on the daily if I wasn't living through like Instagram I think the longest I did was like two weeks last March because I just you know how it always comes in waves or maybe I don't know I think for a lot of people it does like when you just feel shit and you're like oh I'm just hyper comparing myself so just took myself off and like to be honest I think the main thing I noticed was just you have actual time do you, do you know the thing that's scary about social media I think and like our phones in general is it is so easy to just waste hours and like we've been mm-hmm. talking about our screen times and like it is terrifying to be like oh my god I actually go on my phone for seven hours in a day like that is mm-hmm. ridiculous on the subject right should we share no. our screen times mine's, so bad. mine's gonna be terrible don't worry I'm kind of worried mine's is four hours and 27 minutes <gasps> 
Six hours and 52 minutes, Miss Joanna Trainer. Mine's just gonna be worse. Or it's just gone up a minute for fuck's sake. <laughs> 10% up from last week. Just no, week average. Okay. Like daily average. Okay, yeah. daily average. Wait, how'd you say daily average? Okay, I'm 6 hours and 42. I thought it was going to oh. be worse than that. What is it? Oh, 6 hours 50 now. Well 16 up from, 16% up from last week. Yeah, that's bad. What was the worst that yours have been? Oh my god, my most used is Instagram 7 hours and 58 minutes. That is disgusting. Mine's is 13 hours and 46 minutes. That is so bad. I have noticed that I have been much worse in the past couple of weeks. I think because I'm finishing uni soon and I just don't really care. So I have just been spending mm-hmm. more of my time like watching videos and that. But like it is so horrible when you think of it that way. Like that is so many wasted hours. So that's, yeah, when I like deleted Instagram and stuff, I was just like, right, I'm not like wasting time scrolling. And that was nice. Yeah, I think the worst mine ever was was in lockdown mm. when obviously all there was to do was on your phone. And I think TikTok was literally through the roof because I literally spent so much time on TikTok mm. in lockdown. But my Instagram's like 11 hours as well. It is mental how much time you actually spend on it. But yeah, I think it's interesting that you say that about the effort that everyone kind of goes to go out and take photos and stuff. So I remember in summer, I was I was obviously out and about a bit more. I was wearing like outfits that I liked. So I would get a photo. But then I think like when uh, I started first semester of fourth year like I barely posted on Instagram because I was like I don't have time to go out and get photos plus when it gets to this time of year as well it's not sunny it's not like you can't really get like good photos at all you know yeah. what I mean see I can't sound like a hypocrite because obviously people have listened to this and been like what the fuck are you on about Joanna like I do that <laughs> like I'm like that's fine and I'm not I wasn't trying to put it in a bad light Girl, no shame no shame <laughs> no but I think like it is also like an activity like it's Mm -hmm. something to do when you look good you feel good you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so if you're out about dressed up like you are gonna feel better about yourself Mm -hmm. and you like to get pictures Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah you know like if you're having a really ugly week where like everything your tan's coming off and everything is just gross and then you're like right if I actually make an effort because you know how if you had a night out you would like put the effort in to make yourself look nicer and you'd feel better and I guess maybe like because there's nothing to do you could at least be like right well I'm gonna order a nice outfit and I'm gonna go on a nice like sunny walk and get coffee and cake and feel cute and take photos good yeah that's quite fun yeah exactly yeah I just my point is like it's it becomes it's just like it's not really real life Mm because it's not so it's kind of weird but then it is real life also because that's what it's become Mm -hmm. I think if you're having fun and enjoying it it it's really good but I personally have found sometimes I'll go out and get photos I think it was like my mum who was kind of like I've taken a million of these photos how come you don't like one and I think like my boyfriend's taking photos as well and he's been like I took those photos and they look so nice and then I show him them after and I'm like sometimes it just misses the angle or like the lighting just doesn't look right or like my face is just making a weird face you know what I mean and you can literally get hundreds and hundreds but it is so bad because I honestly do feel so self-critical sometimes being like why do I not look like those girls on my feed why they always look so pristine so perfect and it's so difficult when you try and take these photos not because like you're trying to become an influencer or whatever like you're just trying to take these photos to make yourself feel good or like just to post a wee cheeky new post on your instagram and you're just like i do not look like these other girls and it just is so frustrating and then you're like i don't have to like i don't have to but like it is also mental to me because i can be so self-critical on myself 
but then someone else who you maybe like idolize on Instagram or social media can be so self-critical of themselves and idolize someone else you know what I mean like there's always going to be someone you think's got it better than you and that's what social media has like created this kind of like I'm never going to be good enough kind of feeling I think it's that's literally what's so fucked up about it is that you're constantly wanting more like the whole thing with influencers like and youtubers and that is that like if you don't hit like a certain amount of likes you're not going to get any money like you're constantly like needing the validation like you're constantly needing to hit a certain amount of views or like if you've like hit like this amazing like oh like who knows like imagine you hit like a million views and that's the most you've had like you're constantly wanting more and like yeah obviously that's a good motivation but where does it fucking stop it's exhausting and it's literally like heartbreaking that that's like what your life is kind of based on and i think that that's really shit that like you base your worth on a fucking number on a screen Ooh. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> that was good but yeah like it's true and i don't know about you guys but see during lockdown do you not think that instagram game like changed really like i don't know what it is but it just fucking got on this mad level of like aesthetics mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. some like do you remember like the sheets the bed sheets that's what I was gonna the say. bed sheets and, and the like dried flowers and like the baking and like there was literally a vibe and then everybody the mirrors in the back garden the yeah. the mousse on the mirrors mm-hmm. like i all i just think that that's mad that that was a thing and like people were following it and you know what i was one of those people for a while and then i had like a mental breakdown during like mm-hmm. Um, during lockdown because I was like I can't fucking keep up I cannot keep up it's constantly changing like how can people keep up with these changing trends all the fucking time like it's starting to become a thing where there's literally no originality anymore it's really heartbreaking mm-hmm. and you're just constantly trying to reach this level that you'll never be able to reach because once you've reached it there's the bud that's gone like the next thing's on mm-hmm. and I really do think I'd like your opinion as someone who does have a big amount of following like how do you find it? Mm, no, I, I don't know. I feel like it comes in waves. If I'm, like, you can see your engagement. If people always say, like, oh, what's the way to grow your accounts? And everyone's, like, consistency. That is true. Like, if you're posting often and you're posting good stuff, like, your followers go up so much. I don't know. I feel like because I'm obviously, like, at uni and, like, I'm doing other stuff, like, that's not my focus. But then also, see if I have, like, a good couple weeks on Instagram, like, my feed's looking good and my followers are going up, I'll get a lot of brand communication and, like, I can make money. So then that is a motivator, which I guess then is a bit different from, is it just a number on a screen that, like, there's a difference between, like, attaching the number on the screen in terms of likes to, like, your worth as an individual to linking the number of likes on a screen with your earning capabilities because that's how like I don't know commission work like commission-based work operates do you know what I mean like in any other job that was like sales that like, you have to hit percentages like you do have to hit targets so yeah like I get it for people like I'm not an influencer in the sense that like people have that as their job like that's not um don't do that but I think the pressure for them will be much more different because if it is your job then of course there's going to be like all this pressure because that's your that's your earning yeah yeah. that's where you're making your money so yeah I don't feel that pressure but then I do feel like oh 
you could do better like I think there's an opportunity for everybody like you can make silly money for like literally taking photos like why would you not do you know what I mean mm-hmm. just think of another like really fucked up thing about social media and like Instagram and Twitter kind of mainly is cancel culture like that obviously leads to suicide and you know with all the stuff with like the love island contestants and like caroline flack like it's literally ridiculous how much hate they get like not just on instagram but like the daily mail and stuff as well but i don't know it's just anything these people do or say it's always going to be in the public eye Mm -hmm. and i just think it's so dangerous that like it's almost like the public kind of choose their fate yeah and i think that's no our generation is that like super woke like anything you say can have a wrong turn on it and it's like people will take anything and make it negative and that is quite scary because like people could just make like we were talking about earlier something that's not like just ignorance and it's not actually spitefulness but just maybe I don't know like it, I'm trying to think of examples of what well, this is the thing was it not like James Charles Jeffrey Star Shane Dawson like that was a whole thing but then like for them honestly I think their life is literally just drama and it's like receipts and all this shit like they're all just as bad as each other but I think when it comes to cancel culture people just love to hate so they'll just cancel anyone for the sake of anything yeah. like and that's why like I do love our podcast but I always get the fear when we literally say anything so I'm like someone's gonna come for that because they'll get fucking offended like it's not even that people are getting offended and I don't like I don't think it's when people are like oh just people are sensitive these days I don't think it's that I think people genuinely just love the drama of hating love jumping on bandwagons and just people love to fucking hate they -hmm. really do at the end of the day they just like to be spiteful I don't even think it's like necessarily them being actually personally offended yeah they don't actually care it's they, just they yeah. want to say their piece yeah they don't give a fuck they just want to jump on it and like get involved like love being offended that's what i'm meaning when i'm talking about this like super woke generation where it's just like oh we've got these really strong opinions on things and you can't do this and you can't do that and if you say this then like just crazy like since when did like i get it obviously when it comes to offensive things like people should be cancelled if that's deserved but i think the, the dangerous thing now is like people get so caught up and start i think it's scary when it's that like bear is it bear hunt manhunt when someone does something then like the whole of the internet turns against Mm. them like oh my god yeah okay what they've done isn't great but now they have got literally millions of strangers on their back like giving them like you've said like death threats and these things like what the fuck like that's terrifying and it happens so fast people make mistakes like everyone makes mistakes all these people that are hating make mistakes in their lives but people genuinely everyone makes mistakes everybody got those days everybody makes mistakes everybody has those days <laughs> i think um as well have you guys watched black mirror <gasps> i love black mirror i love it i love it i love it Is are you that... talking about white bear no 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 i'm oh. talking about the episode where it's like the bees i don't know if you've seen them holy shit but basically it was this thing on twitter and it was like a hashtag and it was death to and then it would be a celebrity Mm. or like a well-known politician or something Mm -hmm. and it would happen every every day whatever celebrity had the most amount of hashtags of like death too there were these bees that were electronic or something like that and they got hacked into and basically they would kill the person that it said like hashtag death too so it was literally like it was kind of trying to portray cancel culture and how like if this person gets enough hate then they get killed in the end so it's kind of reality yeah it's kind of that's what's so good about black mirror it's fucking terrifying though but it was a very good metaphor yeah it's terrifying and like also what's this other thing that's just come out 
actually this is completely off topic so it doesn't matter um yeah that is interesting because i think with the like b thing that's what i'm saying like the speed of it like just it could be one day changes things completely that uh-huh. someone who like the whole world loved yesterday has now done something that they maybe didn't even realize was an issue and a couple people will be like that's bang out of order mm-hmm. and then everybody just jumps on that bandwagon because it's easy to like hate do you know what I mean? and yeah. then i think that's a lot of it which is also scary because like you just said a lot of the time people probably don't actually care but it's just like cancel them and i see a lot of people that are like oh but if you get involved with like social media then you just have to have tough skin and it's like well why don't you just educate people not to be fucking pricks Mm -hmm. like yeah i think but then there's also the whole thing where influencers and like people in spotlight they basically just say i didn't choose to be here like i didn't Mm -hmm. choose to have this influence like i don't want to be a role model but then i think at the end of the day yeah you fucking did choose to be there like if you didn't want to be there if you didn't want to have all this influence and you wouldn't do it yeah like at the end of the day you need to have some sort of level of respect for people and also you need to like you need to show yourself in a good light yeah. or you're generally just like a piece of shit i think it is interesting because there's different ways that you can look at it like there are certain people who do things that are unforgivable and they shouldn't and i think the danger of these kind of like idols and like celebrities and stuff when they do something like that it's influencing the people that idolize them into doing bad things and to think in a bad way like especially when they've got like a younger audience it's also the way of looking at as we're all humans and humans literally all make mistakes i mean everyone makes mistakes everybody has those days I think the difficult thing is some of these people are always held in the public eye and I think it's much more of a shame when it's younger people as well like you know Disney stars yeah, or that's why Lindsay Lohan's fucking oh I shouldn't be saying this I mean as if Lindsay Lohan's going <laughs> <laughs> Gabrielle loves Super Glasgow fuck you you know what I mean like we she and like Demi Lovato and stuff like they've been through mm-hmm. some shit and I really like Molly Mae I mean like obviously I'm not yeah. like her number one fan but like she's not done anything like and also see when people are like cancelling her for saying certain things you say those in the regular it's just because you're not in the public eye and you're not getting cancelled for it so you think that you can just go attack her Mm -hmm. obviously like any of us three or like anyone we know like wouldn't be saying like outrageously offensive things that you know if these people do say that kind of stuff like yeah okay fair enough they get cancelled because they shouldn't be held on the pedestal that they are Mm -hmm. But if you went through all of our lives with like a fucking inspector pin, I don't know, what, a magnifying glass. If you went through if you went through each of our lives with a magnifying glass, like I'm sure <laughs> This is actually very inspirational. If you went through each of our lives with like a magnifying glass then I'm sure you would find like multiple things that we've <laughs> <laughs> You were so close if you went to my me like life... this <laughs> <laughs> if you like with a magnifying glass you would find many things <laughs> <laughs> Well you would like you would find if you went down your Twitter, right, I bet you you'd find something that you're like, oh, I fucking should not mm. have said that. Mm. But like when you're younger and like especially Twitter when you're younger, you do not think about what you're mm. talking about. Like you don't 
really think because you don't think like oh i'm, I'm fucking get gonna get cancelled in the playground you know what i mean like in the canteen like mm. no one really gives a fuck but now especially right now when social media and like online lives are all that we see mm. and all that we talk about this episode has gone differently to how i thought it was gonna go really yeah okay. i oh, thought i really thought we were gonna speak mainly about instagram hmm. and i feel like we haven't really covered instagram as much as the other should ones that we, we've like... covered but i think we should definitely maybe do one dedicated to instagram because yeah. there's a lot hmm. to speak about i've really enjoyed this episode <laughs> like i feel quite good after it do you know what i mean i'm like oh. Got a lot off my chest. Got a lot off my chest. I just feel really good about it. But I'm keen to do one solely based on Instagram because I think there's a lot more to talk about it. And plus, yeah. we've got an influencer in our myth. <laughs> Hello. I think it's it. W- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're right enough there. <laughs> I think like there's there's different things that we could all touch on. Like you could touch on like how the on her group got like two thousand followers in what, a month. Yeah, that was fucking wild. That was so cool. It was. And yeah, it's no, it's true. Like, it, it affects everyone differently. Especially, I think it genuinely is how you see Instagram and how it fits into your life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then I think that there's so many other things that you can do instead of social media. Let's be real. Like, it does take over our lives. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of young people nowadays, it's taken over their lives. And especially during lockdown, there's fuck all else to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do think that we should go around and we should say at least two things that we could do instead of... Yeah, okay. Like that. I would say read a book because I really like reading. Like I really name ten it. books then. <laughs> oh God, you put me in the bloody spot. You put me in the spot. Uh, Tracy Beaker. <laughs> I used Jacqueline to love... Wilson. Jacqueline Wilson. Jacqueline Wilson. <laughs> I love Jacqueline Wilson. My sister Jodie. <gasps> that one hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I think we could definitely read a book, mm-hmm. and my other one would be bake. I love to bake. I get baked that can that was cringe <laughs> um yeah just go bake a fat cake like what did i make the other day a s- oh banging nice and moist cat mm. cake i love that people hate that word because i love it moist <laughs> moist you can see on our like analytics when people have stopped listening so oh, during yeah. at that point it's going to have a drastic drop <laughs> moist okay <laughs> right what's your two um my two would be walks love 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 a walk and argue huh? <laughs> argue what what are you saying? He's actually need your fucking bed. Um Yeah, walks and thanks to Scarlett. Scarlett gets mentioned in every episode, so I'll just continue that trend. Scarlett got me my best present ever at Christmas and it was a journal. And I love journaling. Like it takes so much time to like map out your pages, but then it's create like I'm not an artistic person really, but it's so fun. Like I go on Pinterest for my inspo and then I do my pages and then I do like my little reflections and I plan out my month and I love doing that. I do like my bullet journal, it's fun. And it was like 10 quid on Amazon and you can just go get some pens from like Tesco. Mm -hmm. And you really do just sit there for ages Mm -hmm. because you get so consumed in it. It's all you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Amy? Well, you stick my two, so... (laughs) I do like going for a walk. Uh, to be fair, I'd say read a book, don't but I don't me. fucking do that. So <laughs> I've literally had books sat at my fucking bedside table for years and I just don't read them. It is hard to get into reading, but honestly, see, once you get started, it's just having to pick it up and read it. Cause, but like when you start, you literally can't stop. Yeah. Like when I was on holiday like in Italy, I got through like seven books in a week. Fucking hell. Like 
Well, that's it with one book a day. Okay, maybe not. That's, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I honestly, got through seven books on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that is some shit that I'd come out with. Like, I'm all lying. <laughs> Do you know what I'd say? Listen to a podcast, preferably Hush Hush. I think I've heard it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, like that. it's really good. Like you should all listen to it because it's really. Oh, good. and we should plug um sister, 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 sister. sister I sister. love sister, sister, and I love um growing with the flow by Nana. I really love Frenemies because I love Trisha Page because she's a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I really like um Oh and um what's another one? Off menu. Off menu with James A. Caster and some other guy, but they're really funny. And also the Receipts podcast, The Girls Bathroom, My Dad wrote a porno. Um then there's another one that I was listening to recently. Taurus Talks by a girl I know called Romy. She's lovely. She has a good podcast. Yeah, I'd also recommend my friend Laura's podcast called uh, more than a mama and she talks about like how she's like a young like a, she was a teen mum and just like about her experiences like during pregnancy and she talks to her wee gal pals oh, That's say so that. nice. um and yeah it's actually a really really nice one to listen to because it's like it's very real very mm. raw um i also do love um what's his face joe rogan He's oh yeah funny it's sexy. I like Emma Chamberlain's podcast, but I don't know if I everyone like rates it hers. I when I first watched it, but I think she made a new one. A new one, yeah. I, I really enjoy listening to hers, but some people like have had different opinions on it and think yeah. it's a bit boring. I, will, I love her videos, but I, like I find her voice, I'm not sure if I would like to listen to her voice, just her voice. Yeah, I think she's quite wise. Like For being her age, like she has grown up a lot and like I really agree with a lot of the stuff that she talks about and it kind of like makes me think but I think listening to a one person podcast is quite difficult at times because mm. it's just that one person mm-hmm. and but that must be really difficult to mm. do a podcast because I don't I think keep it engaging. yeah I do like Emma Chamberlain I think she's quite sound I feel like she would like I think like that sounds so weird but I feel like she would be our vibe do you know what I mean mm. she'd be quite chill and also, she seems like someone who's not like a one of those LA weirdos. Tana Moldo, I don't bloody know her name. She's supposed to be coming out with a podcast, and you know what? I would listen to that because she's rad. Well, yeah, I think we definitely could take this elsewhere, but I've quite enjoyed the fact mm. that we've covered like we've actually gone a bit political and yeah. a bit deep. Yeah, but you know what? I felt like quite a good therapy session. I think we've laughed a lot. I've giggled. We've had a lot of laughs here today. Laughs. <laughs> and that is the end of Hush Hush. We will not be coming back. <laughs> this is the last episode. Yes, this is the last straw. Oh, God. Joking, we'll be back. So we have made it through an hour. Yeah, you, you don't. <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come in with a motivational stint here. We have made it through an hour and 10 minutes. We didn't think we were going to. But we have. We've covered lots of topics. We've had a lot of laughs. And I think we just have enjoyed ourselves. Am I right? I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed that we've gotten a wee bit political. Mm -hmm. I quite like getting political. But not too political because Mm. then it's just boring. Just a little fraction of politics. Mm. Mm -hmm. Not too much. Not really political to be fair. A bit. Well. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What is this chat? (laughs) 
not really political, but yeah. No, it's not political. It's just deep chats, isn't it? Um, yeah, so I think we've definitely got more to talk about. Maybe just uh, an episode dedicated to Instagram. Because mm. I think because Instagram is our platform, mm-hmm. that's definitely worth talking about. But I like the fact that we've actually covered all social medias. Yeah. Like we've really actually, we've even covered Snapchat a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys have two... <laughs> say goodbye <laughs> goodbye Bye. so long farewell love you just say goodnight catch you for Sachi catch you for Sachi oh no oh no no